It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Straight up 12 o'clock on a live imaging Tuesday on Travis and Sliwa in the Southland. Trav and I were out at uh, RIV yesterday for Media Day for the Genesis Invitational. We should all get memberships. Yeah. Well, I told them. They said, Chris, do you want to be a member? I said, guys, I already got my black gold membership. I'll catch you next time. It's too late. You had your chance. But I somebody asked me that question. I mentioned that I was starstruck yesterday, and that doesn't happen to me often. I don't know if you guys know. I do yoga, and I work for Keyshawn. That's right. That's right. That's right. right. Two for but I was I was getting the brunch, the prime rib slice. Real quick before that. Yes. The the I do yoga. Have you done it recently? Yesterday morning. You did okay, just a, then, yeah, then just about a, a he's a yoga guy then. Just then, a twenty done. minute session before because I knew I would swing the club a couple times and I wanted to show off, which I did. Okay. Anyway. Nevertheless, somebody says, Hey Chris, when I'm getting brunch and I turn around. And it's Adam Hawk, a friend of radio, but also he is part owner of the brand Nation Golf, which you see Beto Duran and I wear often on the course. This isn't a plug for him. Don't worry. He's, and then I'm, I'm talking to him, and I go, hey, isn't that Joey Colcutts? <laughs> and, and Robbie Berger? And they are the brilliantly dumb guys. They do Bob Does Sports, which is a very – it's blowing up on Instagram. But I was like – and he's like, well, yeah, you want to meet Robbie? I'm sure he knows who you are. He listens to you guys all the time. I'm like, hi, hi, Robbie. I was starstruck by meeting those guys. And these are just Instagram stars. So when they met me, they're like, hey, man, yeah, ESPNLA, we love it, blah, blah. I was like, what? I was, my leg was shaking meeting these two guys. They were the most normal human beings ever. Honestly, sometimes, like, the... The social media people are more interesting to meet because you have that parasocial relationship with them. Yeah, the parasocial as opposed, relationship. As opposed parasocial. to like a, a movie. Yes, where like, okay, right. there's a movie actor, like I'm never going to be on their level. But like if you're listening to a podcast, you listen to us or whatever, you, ha- you feel like you have like a, a closeness that you don't necessarily have. Producer I, Emily is 100% correct. So you guys know my level of social media engagement, right? Yeah. You're an influencer. Bob, Bob does sports is something not only that I know, but that I regularly watch. Mm. Those guys are amazed that I. How did you not point them out to me yesterday? This is a huge well, miss on it your was part. his moment. He's it was my moment. To, yeah, it wasn't about you. I wanted to meet those. You guys. were in the other room. I was about me in that moment. These were my guys. And Unbelievable. I, I was so scared to even said, "Hey guys, let's grab a picture real quick." All my coolness, all my game. All my charisma was out the window in that 30 seconds of meeting these two gentlemen. Shouldn't have bought him a sandwich if I'd known he'd let me hang it on the Bob Does Sports guys. So there you go. Uh, Travis, it's That's awesome. Well. Oh, yeah. Hopefully I, I see would them you, again. Would you have the same reaction if you saw Woj? I worked with Woj in the Yahoo days. All right, then that's it. Then. Woj bomb! It's Woj too, bomb! It's not a big deal. I also like how blowing up on Instagram like isn't really a thing. Like it's it's blowing up. It's going viral on TikTok. It's going viral on Twitter. Blowing up on Instagram. That's not really its like thing. What's the terminology? It would be like there. It's popular on Instagram, but you're saying it's blowing popping. up. It's not. It's it's the the format of Instagram doesn't go for Wait, viral. Is this? A, are you knocking me? Yeah, I am knocking you. Um, what did I, I say? I don't think you know. Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> we can finish blowing this at twelve fifteen. You're well, mistaken, D. She didn't like that you said blowing up on Instagram. Oh, that so it's they're not... popular on Instagram. Yeah, Travis and Sliwa, and we got to get to Oscar nominations. Be- better now, yes. Emily. <laughs> Travis and Sliwa continues now. Thank you, Chris. I'm busy. Just get the terminology. Chris right. is not an inherently selfish guy, but that was an inherently selfish act that he did not introduce me. He to He probably guys. was super quiet too when he saw him. He's like, "Don't know Trove." Don't tell truth. Those guys are really funny. Really funny. Now now I'm going to have to make a decision. See, it's one of those, if they listen to the station and mm-hmm. I like little, send a little DM or something like that, yep. there's a chance you could get something back. But if you throw it in the water like that and you get nothing, then you feel like a sucker. And then, now it's no, like, this is what I don't would want happen. to feel like a this sucker. This is what would happen. If you sent them a DM, then- Will you show me how to do that? And if they, <laughs> if they didn't respond, ask Emily. Emily would be better at that. And they didn't respond, you just wouldn't mention anything. But if they responded, you would say, guys, sent a DM. Look who got a DM back. You're fine either way. Well, You're not going to get called out on it. I'm also, but I would know. I See, I don't care. Like, getting called out is not my fear. I don't like it when it's, like, inside, <laughs> personal, like, wounds. That It's one of those things that I like to leave marks that don't leave marks. I, I only like to hurt feelings. 
Oh my god! Right. <laughs> so over this weekend, I went to um, see a comedy show, but like next door, to this place called Saddleback Ranch, and I went there for dinner with my friends. And um, apparently, this is like a hot spot for like TikTok influencers and like sure. other influencers. And so I just kept on like looking around. I'm like, I recognize that person from I don't know where, but I swear I saw one person that I was like that. I I I have to go talk to them. I have to go see them. Did I, you do it? I didn't do it, but I was just like I I felt like they would have been. What does this the most person do that you recognize them from? Um, they just make really funny TikToks. They're, her name is Brittany Broski. Is she a comedian? Uh, she's not like a stand-up comedian, but she does like have a podcast and she like is in that world. But like she's funny to me for like a really inside stuff. So it's like it's weird. But it's that's like, okay. Yeah. That's like like that's you can get on any platform today. Right, like it doesn't matter. You can get popular without us having any idea who that person is, and they might have a couple million followers. Right, you don't have to be that big celebrity anymore. But to her, that person's a celebrity. To her, to her. <laughs> well, I don't right? know who these guys. Were. No, no, that's, I, I that's what I'm saying. And like, to Chris and to you, these guys are celebrities. There's, Brad, I don't know them. There's Brad Pitt, and then there's of this course. other stuff. Yeah, right? like I would there, never go to Brad Pitt. Right there, there's there's movie star famous. And then there's TikTok, Instagram, famous. But movies. here's what's funny: that stuff almost it's different now. Where somebody could be just as famous as that movie star. Literally, there are people who have built their businesses, their companies. A few. They're all over. The, a a few. few. You're right. A not few. not a ton. There's but only a handful of Kardashians, right? That, that are have an empire built on. There are people that make money. There are people that are famous, but like. George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Meryl Streep famous? Are there right. those sorts of people? Well, like the Not Logan really. Paul, like, you know, like there are people that there are, a few are people that big too and it's like it's different because it's like people that can scan the generations there's not a lot of that available as opposed to movie stars where they can kind of scan the generations, I think. Watching those guys play pickleball, Al, nobody was using the whammo paddle. I did I That's did so take weird. A, a little quick poll That's and, so weird. and look down there. I did not see a lot of whammo branded equipment. Well, at the riv, expensive. yeah. At the riv, it's probably made out of uh, titanium, <laughs> plutonium, <laughs> gold. I don't know, whatever the most expensive uh, things are. It was a pretty good deal. Uh, here's what Pat Riley was talking about with LeBron in the piece that Ramona has up on ESPN.com. It's a quote from from Riley. I'm not speaking to anything that he might say in the media, but that's his only reason to continue to play. Breaking the scoring record will be big for him if it happens, and it will happen. But what he wants is to win titles. That's what drives him. And so for him to continue to play at this level with the hope that this team is going to come together out there and Anthony Davis gets back, I think they got a shot. I really do. And I believe he believes that too. Mm Mm-hmm. So what he's saying is LeBron is not here to run out the clock. He's not here to make more money or or break the score. He's here to win championships. And Pat Riley is saying that when Anthony Davis comes back, I think, Pat Riley thinks, yep. that they have a shot. And he believes that LeBron James believes that as well. I think that they could be interesting, but a shot to win a title. When Riley said that, it really just kind of stopped me in my tracks. Like, if Pat Riley thinks that, mm-hmm. I might need to reconsider what this team is. Well, I'll I tell you, I, I could reconsider it. I, I would tell you that they're going to get healthy at the right time. How long they stay healthy, we'll see, right? That's every team's hope. If if Zion doesn't come back, okay, you know your answer with the Pelicans. If if the KD's Phoenix out. Suns, if Phoenix Suns got their issues, whatever the case is, KD is another example. Um, for me, that trade that happened yesterday, and the way the Lakers have been playing, and they filled the need um, by getting Hachimura, I think there is a expectation that you can be one of these top six teams. You could avoid that playing tournament, and that should be the goal of the Lakers moving no forward. Doubt. Get into that top six, and it's not unrealistic. If I told you. It, it's if they're in a playing tournament, fine. They're in a playing tournament, but that's also a very dangerous game. You don't want to walk that route. Get into one of those top six. Once they get in, remember two games out of the top six, and and I think two and a half from five. Yeah. Dallas has lost a couple. Okay, last week we were talking about this where I was mentioning you got to get LeBron and AD another playoff shot. You got to get them in, and you would make the argument, yeah, but don't do something stupid. Complete. I get it. Nobody's saying go go make trades that are really going to hinder your future, and it really isn't going to change your team. I thought those three second-rounders yesterday— Do you think they're done? 
I don't think there's a guarantee that they are, but I also wouldn't be surprised. It's early still. February 9th is a little ways away. So it's still early. You still got 16 days. You still got two weeks left yeah. before they make a decision. If you get in that top six, I don't really see matchups out there where you're like, well, Lakers are going to get dominated. There are there isn't that team in the Western Conference to tell you that. Can they lose a series against Denver? Yeah, they can. Can they lose a series against Memphis? Of course they can. But do you look at anybody in the Western Conference and say, that team's going to take out everybody? You don't really have no, that in the West. I, I, I agree with that. I, I agree with the idea that there isn't, you know, there's not the Warriors from the last, whatever it is, six, seven years, where it's like, okay, like everything's going through KD's those guys. not in there. Right. Yeah. That, but even like last year, when it was pretty clear that the Warriors were the class of the Western Conference at some point, like, okay, it's going to go through them. I don't know who it's going to go through. You could pick four or five teams, and I wouldn't and be totally And it could totally be stunned. the Warriors again. For it all it absolutely yep. could be. I agree with the idea of there's no big bad guy on the block that you have to beat to go through. But the Lakers are also not that. They're, they're just, not. They're just one of those teams. And to just be one of the teams and to say, you got to get through three rounds to get to the finals, yeah. to just kind of, hey, we got a shot three rounds in a row, not, that, can that I tell you the difference? doesn't happen. Can I tell you the difference? The difference is... You have LeBron James and Anthony Davis, where a lot of those other teams in front of them don't have that. Or a lot of the teams in front of them don't have real playoff experience. Or a lot of the teams in front of them haven't won a championship in the last couple of years. They 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 kind of sustained without Anthony Davis, and now he's coming back. Yeah, you know where I'm going next, though, Al. I, just that he's coming back. It's like th- this isn't a guy that comes back and stays back. He might be back for a week. Mm-hmm. He might be back for a month. But here's the thing, there's no there's no predicting that. So it's well. fair it's fair for you. It's fair for you to say that, but it's also I can't assume that two weeks from now that he's gonna be out. I don't think you assume it, but I think you need to be fully aware of the possibility that it could happen. And if there's one advantage in playoff basketball Timing's a little bit different. You get it, it days is, off in between. I, it's, a, it's a little bit different. I, I'm not going to assume that the next three months is going to be different than the last two years. I, I just I don't do that, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume he's going to be in and out of the lineup because he's been in and out of the lineup. Okay, but if, that's, if, if you make that assumption, which is fine, you can make that assumption, then we're kind of just sit here, then what's the argument that Lakers are going to make any noise I don't come think playoff that, that's time? That's why I don't think that. that they are. I think that, I do believe they'll get in. I wouldn't be surprised if they skipped the play-in tournament. I also wouldn't be surprised if they missed the whole thing. I think it's more likely that they're in than they're not. But I don't know. When it comes to Anthony Davis, I don't know, man. I, I'll cross my fingers and hope for the best, but I'm not going to be Pollyanna and think, oh, no, well, once he's back, it's like, how long is he going to be here? He's mm-hmm. he, he has not gotten me to the point where I just am going to assume he's going to be ready to go he'll be ready to go in a few days hopefully and hopefully nothing happens and hopefully we go through the rest of the regular season and we stop talking about it hopefully we go through the playoffs and we're not talking about it but I'm going to need to see this for a long time before I assume that he's back for good I will say feel feel okay with where the Lakers are right now think about it 45 days ago 30 days ago I'm I'm okay with where they're at The Angels are not getting a new owner, and you can hear the um, cries of Angel fans across Southern California. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I'm still upset you paid that bill last night. Live Imaging Tuesday with Travis and Sliwa. I saw John Ireland walking in, which means we're about, what, 40 minutes away from Super Crosstalk with Ireland and Mason. But 
Or Mason and Ireland. Sorry, I got that wrong. So earlier we were talking about how John's call from the Grizzlies the other night against the, on Friday night of Schroeder's steal and save. I put it up there, and I said this in one of our meetings. Top five John Ireland calls of all time. Producer Taylor, let's roll that real quick. Tyus Jones to bring it in. Jones having trouble. Got it into Desmond Bain. And they judge Schroeder stole the ball. Schroeder to the rim. Puts it in. And a foul. The Lakers have the lead. How? How in the world did they take that away? Unbelievable. Top five John Ireland calls of all time. It's awesome. Instead of enjoying that, you had to, of course, Trav, make it about you. And you talked about when he called your putt on the 17th huh. hole of the black funny, gold. Funny you bring that up. And that was that was the tournament. We, that was the face-off we did. I think that was part two. Okay, so this was a this. This two is or new three. for me. Let's hear two it. Two or three. We've played it several times. He knocks this in. It's a huge momentum shift. No way. No way. Oh! I like that one the best. That's top one. All he said me. was no way. It went in, and you heard him scream. That's how you know it went in. You're the ball impact the putter. No way. Take no that one way. off his page. Oh! That one, that Hold one on. does Listen not again, deserve Alex. to Next is in. It's a huge momentum shift. Morales' call for the home run was... Uh, Hold on. We'll get to that. <laughs> no way. No way. Does Travis go deep? Travis goes deep. Yeah, that's that. That Those one. are both great. Those are that's tied. Just for a first. collection of Travis's play-by-play from our bits. <laughs> what will happen this year? That one should be deleted at the celebrity softball game. Did you see those dudes playing pickleball when we walked out yesterday? Well, we know we don't need a Mandy's one for you. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. We're working on. I'm it. still hopeful. Producer Emily and producer Taylor will defend this show and win. You're not hopeful for me. No. Why not? Because I, I think people don't want to give it to you. Because you're the kind of guy that picks up a tab on a dinner when I specifically oh my God, am hosting get over the dinner. Yourself. You finally pick up a towel with Chris on this one. I can't believe for the you did first that. time in ten years you open that wallet, and it's the night I'm Still supposed my to my favorite story so in Starbucks. Fine. Give me the money back. I'll take the money if you I don't want. care. Morales. <laughs> Still, the Starbucks one's my favorite. But you guys are all rotating. No. Take a turn. He's, He's like, like no, I'm, I'm good, guys. One. I'm good today. We're, we're, we're all buying Fords, and when it's their turn, let's get some Ferraris today. No, we're not doing that. I love how Ferrari is a spinach feta wrap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. When a normal cup of coffee is a Ford, that is a Ferrari. That's exactly right. All right. Travis and Sliwa. Give me my now. money back. Or either stop complaining or give me my money. Listen, does it look like I went home and changed or had a normal sleep last night? No. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna lie. You having the glasses on is throwing me off a little bit. Show Travis, he wants to see some of your stretching moves in yoga. He's a big stretcher, this guy. He loves stretching. Show him one of the more difficult moves that you have. No. <laughs> I'm tired. My foot hurts. It's on my feet all day yesterday. Wearing the same clothes. The old Morales, one foot up here when he hears genuine. Did you guys ever go to that show? Uh, no. I don't remember why we didn't go. But I believe producer Laura did go. And she said that it was genuine's performance was that it Not was, shocking if it wasn't good. <laughs> Not shocking. It was better just to imagine what it could sure. be. Sure. Sure. That uh, that poster downstairs was there. I think they started promoting it eight months before. I believe it's happening in another market now because I saw it on Instagram. Genuine, Black Street, Keith Sweat. Now, Keith Sweat puts on an amazing show still. But Genuine, Genuine apparently. Did make it happen? Yeah. Not shocked. <laughs> the pony doesn't cross over not, 20 not years shocked. later. Not shocked. All right, Travis and Sleewa continues now. Thank That's you, 50 Chris. Cent during the Super Bowl. That didn't cross over 20 years later. It was an awkward moment. It's yeah. just it, everything was good, and then there was the apparatus, and that felt like a, a, a totally different thing along the way. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of hoping that Chris would show me a stretching move or two just so I could tell him that I'm never going to do that, just so I could aggressively say, I'm not stretching. I don't do that. We know it ain't happening. The way you responded, you took it have, so personal. I was like, have we're, you, just, have, we're just saying just like it might be good for the body. So it, it, you hit a sore spot. It's like pressing on a bruise. No, you know what, you know what it what was? I, mean? I could see you – Having arguments with your wife about it, it. Was, it, and then it was brought up here, and then you know we've been very fortunate. Susan and I have been married for twenty five years. We were together five six years before that, so we've been together. We've known each other since the seventh grade. Mm -hmm. Okay, we've known each other a long time, and we get along really really well. And even after twenty five years of marriage, I would, I know that I am, and I would like to believe that we are still very much in love with one another. When she starts with the stretching thing, I just I just can't. It's like, can, can we not? Like, we've she been doing it up this like once a week. We've been doing this since college. Like, why? Why are we still having this ridiculous thing that you know I'm not going to do? So that you stepped in that bear trap. It wasn't your fault. 
It's just that you you didn't know what you were getting into. It was pretty good. It was. They started playing ridiculous. that promo every time I heard. It, I'm like, oh, this is good. Hold on, real quick. This next is in. It's a huge momentum shift. That one goes off the page, right? Yeah, it's kind of anticlimactic. No way. Right. What do you mean? No way. Oh! No way. Who's that at Perfect. the end yelling? Because that's Carlo. not John. Not, no, okay, that's who it was. I think it's yeah. Carlo. I think it's Carlo. Pretty long putt. Jumped in the hole. Saved the match. Just nailed After it. After Chris tried to quit on me as it was <laughs> happening. Uh, we're gonna, you know, next year when we when we run, I'm like, hold on, it's not over yet. Bang! He knocks this in. It's a huge momentum. <laughs> Just gonna keep going. Just gonna keep hitting it. No way! No way! Oh! Better than the Memphis call. Uh, my finger slipped. Does Travis go Better deep? Travis goes deep. <laughs> Chris and Ramona doing play by play on the softball was pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. We're going to have to teach Chris the terms for pickleball because there's like vernacular, right? Even I, better if they have no idea. It's in. It's point. Exactly. Have you tried to figure out the scoring? Because I, I know it now and I still can't say it out loud. No, I have not. It's I really the, have not done my job. It's the score. Mm-hmm. You know, whoever is serving, their number goes first, followed by the other number, followed by which number of serve you are on. So if you're serving to me, you're ahead five to three. Yep. This is your first serve of this back and forth. Five, three, one. Okay. Let's say I win that ensuing point. Now the score is five, three, two. Okay. Because you're on your second serve. Wouldn't it be five, four, two? Nope. You have to be serving to score a point. Oh, right. So when it comes back to me, it would be three, five, one. Let's say I win that point. Now yep. it's four, five, stays at one. Awesome. Not the least bit confusing. I... Right? <laughs> It's so by, yeah. By the way, why would you make it that confusing? It's ridiculous. It you, I don't have to go to Caltech to know how to score pickleball. It seems aggressive. You call out the score when we play. <laughs> I figure the play-by-play person will have it going on along the way. Artie Moreno is not out. Angel fans, for the most part, you know what? I want to do this a little differently. Okay. I want to hear from an Angel fan, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776, that's happy he's staying. There has to be somebody. Because all I've seen on Twitter, all we've had on phone calls this morning is, I thought we were about to escape this, and now we're not. I thought Mm -hmm. we were going to have a chance to keep Otani, maybe save the second portion of Mike Trout's career, maybe get some good pitching, maybe get an analytics department that's uh, up to speed in modern baseball, develop a minor league system that can be the envy of other places, get some Spanish-language broadcasting, all of these things that seem to be kind of standard operating procedure for most Major League Baseball teams that the Angels don't have. Yeah. And now he's coming back, and it was just this incredible bummer that a guy that is has this incredibly valuable asset is not leaving town. I cannot find, and I, we can do this, right? We play this exercise anytime that you got a different topic. I cannot find anything positive that's coming with Artie Moreno. The only thing that maybe, maybe I can make an argument for um, is if Shohei Otani decided. Hey, if you come back, I'm going to come back. But doesn't that sound like the most ludicrous thing that you've ever heard of? Oh, yeah. It would never happen. Right. So it's not like it's not like Shohei or anybody anybody else. I get it. Phil Nevin could come out and say, no, I think Artie Moreno's good. I think Tim he, Salmon he, had a quote. He, he, those I think, guys don't count. They're in the family. Uh, they're employees. Yes. So, of course, they don't count. So that's why I, I kind of – I take more of a step back here. I cannot find a positive why he's coming back. Actually, I think it's even worse. He was better off never even announcing that he had interest in selling the team rather than getting everybody's hopes up that, hey, maybe this could look different for the future of the Angels. And now that he decides to come back, it's actually a worse look. Where's Mike Trout in all this? Where Where is he in this? And I know that he's not a particularly, you know... Um effervescent, gregarious guy that he's not going to do a million interviews. And he's not anti-media. He'll do interviews. He shows up everywhere. But they're always kind of the same, right? They're always pretty benign and, you know, team-oriented. And by all accounts, he's a great teammate. And obviously, he's a great player. But, man, I would love to see him put some pressure on that team. I would love for You think him- he does do anything in the background? It's okay, maybe, mm-hmm. but my my comeback to that, I would be. It's obviously not working. Do mm-hmm. it publicly. Whatever you've tried to do privately, like you've talked about with players, on, with owners, right, with basketball guys, like Damian Lillard, put some pressure on the organization to try to fix this. I can go into your office and say, "Hey, listen, man, I'm really frustrated. I've been in this league ten years. I'm going straight to the Hall of Fame. Yep. I've won the uh, the MVP three times. I've been top five seven times. But I'd like to play some baseball games that matter. What are you going to do to fix this? Fine, do it privately." 
But if a year goes by, another year goes by, and it's exactly the same, mm-hmm. fire that shot publicly. Didn't take Otani long to fire that shot publicly. He's fired it a couple of times. And and Mike Trout's voice would carry it's a great made, deal of impact. It made Trout look bad thought, when Otani did voice his opinion because people are like, damn, well, Otani's been here for just a, a couple of minutes. Trout, you want to say something? You want to have any type of input? And he hasn't done that. Because, And I get it. I understand the instinct to stay out of it, right? Mm-hmm. That you don't want to be looked at as an instigator or whatever else. But by staying out of it, you're, you're looked at as somebody who doesn't care yeah, your team stinks. I, I agree with you. I, that, that's the staying out of it. I, I understand if maybe there's – it's got to be something completely different. But when you go through losing year after year after year and be what it seems like the perception in public is that you're all right with it, that's a bad look on Trout. It really is. It's, it also reflects poorly on Trout because you got fans probably saying – you, you're okay with this every year? You're okay that you're not playing? and You're okay that you're going to go down as one of the greatest baseball players to ever play the game and not play any meaningful games on a consistent basis? You, you said this, that the Angels sold about 2.5 million tickets last year, which by the standards of Major League Baseball is very good. By the standards of Southern California and the Dodgers and Angels historically is not good, right? Mm-hmm. They, they're typically over three, 3 million tickets sold a year. So this is down by about a half a million, which is not nothing. This is the only way that you know that people are displeased with your product. They can complain and all these things, but people stop coming. You got Mike Trout and you got Shohei Otani. And again, they're not the Oakland A's or something like that. They two and a half million globally is yeah. a pretty good number. But when it drops like that and you still have stars, that's that's the people telling you, I don't like the food you're putting on the, my plate. Mm. I, I do not like this anymore. I don't want to come watch a team that's out of the race by the you know beginning of August. Yeah. And at least to me, it felt like there was a chance when he announced that he was going to sell that team for a big time heavy hitter with sure. deep, a Peter Seidler, a, a Cohen, a somebody like uh, uh, the, the group here that, that runs the Dodgers, the Guggenheim group. Mm-hmm. Somebody that just comes in, Joe Lacob. I got all the money and I love to win. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Be a pretty easy thing to turn around, and now we're not going to get it. Well, the Angels, if we're using real estate as as an example, it's a beat up home in a really good neighborhood. You can change the home. You can't change the neighborhood. So somebody would be buying this home and say, okay, let me, let me clean it up. Let me fix it up here a little bit. It's got great potential. Look at all the other houses around me. They're beautiful. And, you know, unfortunately, Artie Moreno's going to hold on to that house, and we'll see if he it makes any improvements to it. Artie Moreno has cargo containers in his driveway. <laughs> That's what he's got going on right now. He's got to have. Are, are people actually going to make a case? I, I'd I'd love to hear what the case is. People saying that Artie Moreno um, is they're happy that he's sticking around. We'll do that next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, indeed. Live Imaging Tuesday on Travis and Sliwa. You know what this is? The music, Ashley? It's my favorite part of the Oscars, usually, because it's it's over. I was going to say, I feel like I'm in line at Disneyland, okay. too. Hooray for Hollywood. Bum, 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 do, you guys, <laughs> ever, do you guys actually watch? I, I don't watch any of these awards. But f- much like Travis stole my thunder last night, don't steal my thunder, because I'm doing a bit here. Oscar nominations came out. Don't ever buy him a sandwich. You never do. <laughs> I just did, and you're pissed. <laughs> I, I don't buy. Oh, he's the chief. The, the, the flower flies out of his wallet. I, I buy the sandwich. I thought was going to happen. How dare you? When you do were setting it up. 
What did, what did I th- oh, feather. 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 I thought when you Same were setting difference. it up, you were going to say that Trav did not offer to buy. That's where I thought you were going. So the fact that he did buy it, I did not know that it was going to go to that angle. When you said his wallet came out and it's the first time he's taken that thing out, I thought you were probably going to mention Trav did one of those, you know, the short arms, like, oh, do you guys want to get right this one? Took it right out of her hand. Took it right out of her hand. He did. Yep. Oscar nominations time. The Oscar nominations were released. And this is the first time, and I know this is a wacky radio bit, like, oh, I don't know any of the movies. This is the first time in my life that I didn't know anything on the sheet. Like, I've heard of them, but I haven't seen anything. None? None. Okay. And now, I've seen one. And now I feel, like, I feel like an old man. I can give you guys a one sentence about all the best pictures, okay? Can I give that to you guys just to tell you what these are? Well, that's uh, why we're doing about? the bid, Em. Let's go. I know. Okay. All right. So, All Quiet on the Western Front, German film about the book. And kind of, if you know the book, you kind of know what happens. And it's just about World War One. Very good. Avatar, The Way of Water. Blue people in the water. So it's different than the blue people on the Looks land. Looks like a video game. Looks Berg like said, Street Fighter. Berg said it was good. You saw okay. Avatar. He said it was good. <laughs> it's said fine. he liked it. Corporate really Greg coming long, up in a few minutes. Very fine. Uh, Banshees of Sharon. Two men don't know how to talk to each other, and uh, one kind of goes crazy because of it. You can hear that type of activity in the <laughs> afternoon. Sedano and Cap at 4 p.m. And it's in Ireland with great Irish accents. Uh, Elvis. Uh, one guy, <laughs> Austin Butler, pretends he's Elvis for two hours, and now he's can't get out of it. Uh, he still talks like Elvis now. Um, everything ever all at once. Best movie I've seen in years. Uh, it is about um, the, how one decision can make a bunch of multiverses from it. So then it's kind of all that good stuff. And it's about a mother and daughter relationship at its core. Uh, The Fablemans, Steven Spielberg's essentially autobiography. Um, It's very lovely. Um, It's very, um, what's it called? Nostalgic. That's what I would say. Uh, Tar, Cape Lanchette is a psychological thriller about a composer in Germany. So it's, uh, it's very interesting. It's weird. Uh, Top Gun Maverick, you guys Yeah! Seen? Solid. We got one. <laughs> yeah, all right. Sold. Best picture. Uh, yeah. How many categories was Jennifer Connelly nominated in? Unfortunately, got it. none. And then, uh, Have you seen all these? Every single one? Yes. Uh, Triangle of Sadness. It's she about, didn't hesitate. It's about influencers a on a boat. Uh, it's a, on a cruise. And then the, uh, the boat uh, cra- uh, sinks. And then what happens after that? What's and, that one called? Uh, Triangle of Sadness. And then women talking. It's a bunch of uh, women talking who are uh, Mennonite women in a cult, and they are deciding whether or not to. Live I want out. everything, everywhere, all at once. Good choice. The only other movie I saw after Top Gun. You saw that? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. We Why should do a bit, a weekly bit. Emily at the movies. We could do that, or we could do Emily at the TV. Like I, our movie Megan didn't get nominated for anything. <laughs> Unfortunately, it did not <laughs> did you count see it? in the year. I haven't seen it yet. It was not in the um, the time frame. What about the Weird Al movie? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was actually really good, but I, it's not nominated. Uh, if anybody wants actually my takes on it, I tweeted about it on Twitter today. Or Twitter. Like a whole thread? Yeah, I have a whole thread oh, I about that. it and everything. Cause I, what I'm do really you think? Should, is it the one that Al said? Yes, Everything Ever All at Once should win. It's going to be between Everything Ever All at and Once Maverick. and Banshees of Inna Sharon. Because those are the two ones that are nominated for everything and kind of are spread out. Um, but Jamie Lee Curtis was nominated for an Oscar for huh? Everything Ever All at Once. So our, like our gal. I do like her. I want. I want to see All Quiet on the Western Front because I, I loved the book. It's in German, so be prepared. Oh, I want to see it less now, probably just because. So it's subtitles. That, uh, yes. It's so sub- that's it's something Netflix. that that means I have to dedicate. But that's okay. Two if, hours. If, to but it. if you're into the movie, that actually is. You you can't like oh, I'm gonna go look at my phone for saying that. Now you gotta pay attention the entire time for sure. But that's if a, the movie's like, bad, like it's a bad you said, thing. It very rarely do you get lost in it. Right, because right. you feel like you're doing a reading assignment as opposed to watching a movie. Right, I have flashcards. You, well, what was the one where the people kind of take over the house? The Korean movie. Parasite. That was awesome. Yeah, like, it was that, that, that is a great that example great. of a movie where I don't obviously don't speak the language, but yep. the subtitles kept you fully riveted. Hundred And it wasn't super dialogue driven. It was right. more visual than it was everything else, but. Subtitled movies are hard to get sucked the into. The visuals in All Quiet on the Western Front are kind of that because it's it's a it's a war film and it's mostly about like the realities of war. It's a very anti-war movie and book. I'm, I'm sure if you've read the book, but yeah, no, this year's is way better than last year's list. Le- last year's best pictures were I couldn't agree snoozers. more. So there you go, producer Emily at the movies. <laughs> if the anybody dump- wants to ask, tweet at me. 
and I'll give you my opinion, but I get really excited about this, and I know no one else cares. <laughs> All right, the dump is coming up in around 10 minutes, everything yes. you guys haven't gone to, which I don't know what that could be. And 10 minutes after that is Super Crosstalk with uh, Mason and Ireland right here on Travis and Sliwa. Any chance, Emily, you're the, the cinematic expert. Does Top Gun Maverick win anything, like technical achievements or any of those technical ones? <laughs> I think it's Best could... jet in a movie. <laughs> there you go. They got second in that. <laughs> Maybe sound. I don't even know if it's nominated for sound. It's, it's okay. I mean, Lady Gaga's nominated not, for the, the, the um, song. But. I, but I need somebody in, on the Academy to go back and watch the scenes in the bar with Jennifer Conley because clearly <laughs> sure. she's getting snubbed. Sure, she's got this incredible way, and yeah. she's beautiful, and she's charming. If and that's she's not smart. enough for an Oscar, what is? What is? What's the difference? <laughs> What's the difference? You want to go watch the depressed German composer? No, thank you. <laughs> Tar. Hey, you want to? What do you want to do tonight? You know what I was thinking? What if we go see a movie about a super depressed composer in a language that I don't speak? Great. It is in English. <laughs> I yeah, just, this I, one's in English. I want to. I just want to go and have a nice time. I don't. I don't need to be. I don't want to watch people get blown up on the battlefield in nineteen nineteen. Watch everything ever. Parasite was scary as hell. One. Yeah, but people weren't getting torn in half by okay. mustard also, gas. Parasite isn't scary. As no. in, it was demented. It's, like it it's had its. Tense. It had its. It's tense. Weird. You're. Yes. Not, let's put it this way: You're not watching that movie saying, "No, oh, I'm relaxing. Hey, this is a good uh, time." Emily does. <laughs> when the guy came out of the basement, that was a little shocking. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then, and then yeah. the cake scene that. at the end, or whatever. But I think we should rename the dump everything everywhere all at once. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I say no to that. Let me hear. Let me hear a pitch here. Let's hear somebody with a pitch here on Artie Moreno. John in Long Beach. John, you're on with Trav and Sleep. What's going on, John? <clears throat> hey guys. Yeah, big fan. Um... I just wanted to say that I chuckled when Travis asked people to call in Marino Stan. I was like, who is that delusional? And it hit me. As a Dodger fan, it makes me happy. I'm here in Long Beach <laughs> on the border. I, I'm, I'm in Long Beach on the border of Orange County. I got a bunch of buddies who are diehard Angel fans. My, my best friend, matter of fact. And this, this just adds to me being able to poke fun at them for being the Southern California afterthought baseball team or the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim of, of California, of the United States, of, of North America, Northern Hemisphere, <laughs> the Clippers of baseball, on and on and on. I'm just going to be able to continue this. This is awesome. <laughs> well, that makes a lot more sense. That's, uh, that that a is a compelling sense. argument. Thank yeah. you, John. Now, it's If you are an Otani pursuer, like the Dodgers are, the yeah. Padres, Giants, I'm sure there'll be some other teams, this is good news for you because he's going to be available sooner mm -hmm. than later. And, and maybe you make a trade. Maybe you don't have to wait till free agency. But – yeah, I mean, if if the the pro Artie Moreno line is yeah, I'm a Dodger fan, and that means they're going to continue to be bad. It's not a good look. Uh, La Habra, Frank, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up, Frank? Hey guys, great show. Listen every day. Thank you. There is nothing good about him coming back or keeping ownership, but the one thing that he could do is lower beer prices like he did when he first bought it. That would be the only good thing about him coming back. And then he'll raise your parking. He'll find a way to get that money back. <laughs> hey, great show, guys. Appreciate it. Thank man. you, Frank. So, Al, do you remember the story about yeah. the, the beer? Mm -hmm. Do you remember the the details about it? No, not the details, but I know that was a, a big deal when it went down. It was a brilliant piece of PR. Mm -hmm. It was a brilliant. He, he buys the team and he lowers beer prices. Okay, what what more could a baseball fan? Hey, we got a new owner. We're going to be excited. Keep in mind, they just come off a World Series championship, yeah. and we're going to have cheaper beer. Great opening act mm -hmm. as your owner. And I don't I don't want to throw an entire bucket of cold water. Maybe just yep. like the glass that John poured into your hood, sure. your hoodie. That was enough. Tepid. Yeah, they lowered it by like a quarter or fifty cents or whatever it was. It wasn't like the beer was ten and he made it two fifty. It was mm -hmm. ten and he made it nine fifty. Like and that's the highlight of the administration. Like and I hear this the all fact the time. That that's still brought up. The, You're that's so what, right. That's what I'm You're saying. So the, right. the highlight of the administration is and it, Al, it's twenty years ago. Yep. It was twenty years ago. And again, they did go down, but they didn't get cut in half. Mm -hmm. And this is the what is the highlight of this? Well, they found Mike Trout. Okay, that's really cool. But has it worked out? Well, Mike Trout's really rich, and he's put up some incredible seasons, but hasn't played in any games that matter, really. Mm -hmm. What's next? Well, they found this Japanese guy that pitches and hits and second coming of Babe Ruth, and he's awesome. Okay, there's two really cool things. 
Has he played in any important games? No. What's next? Well, they lowered beer prices 20 years ago. What are we doing? Like th- th- this, that can't be can't, but, the, but that listen, can't be the thing you're known for. That's listen, a, that's awful. The reaction yesterday from everybody when this news came out that says it all. That's why I, I have a difficult time if I'm Artie Moreno. And you said it earlier. You talked about hey, a lot of this just has to do with ego. You really don't have to look further than that. That the ego is what is controlling Artie Moreno. But when everybody's telling you, man, get out of the way, get out of the mix. When everybody, when you announced six months ago, I actually did this yesterday because I thought it was kind of funny. Go look at the link when Artie Moreno was making the announcement that he's going to sell. Go look at all the comments. How excited Angel fans were. Sure. Then go look at the link of him yesterday talking about how, uh, you know, that statement that they put out that, you know what, he just loves the Angels too much, this and that. Go read the comments. Everybody wants you out and you're coming back. It just, it, it's tough to, I have a difficult time kind of in his position not taking that money and saying, let me just move on. It's over. Let's try another one in Long Beach. David, this time. David, you're on with Travis Lee. Hey, guys. Can you, can you hear me? Yep. Awesome. Hey, first time caller. Really appreciate you guys. Honestly, I was ecstatic when they were going to trade Otani. And I've been in Eagles forever. They are ruining his career. And it gave me a glimmer of hope that, you know, okay, maybe the Angels are making the right decision. But they're not. Artie Moreno's, like, not selling the team. And he's just crushing the team. So, Honestly, like, I'm not putting any of my money supporting that team at all. I know it's a drop in the bucket, but that's the only thing I could contribute. Thanks, David. I I would stop short of that they've ruined Otani's career. I don't think that's true. Keep in mind, the reason that Otani is an angel is actually fairly simple. The Angels were the one team that were fully agreeable yeah. to the pursuit of both. That the, Most of the other teams, as the reporting goes, was, look, we, we love you. We love you as both, but pick one, and then mm-hmm. we'll add the other one in once we get down the line. The Angels were the team that said, come on in and do both. So give them credit for that, for kind of identifying it. I don't think they've ruined his career, but they certainly haven't enhanced it. That this is, you know, well, he's led off the All-Star game as the the, the DH and yeah. the leadoff hitter and the yeah. pitcher. Well, he hit 40, whatever it is, 8, 9, 50 home runs, whatever the number was, and he had 175. I mean, it, does, it defies explanation. I don't think you can ruin it, but it certainly hasn't been elevated. If he had one moment pitching against the Astros or the Yankees or, yeah. or whoever it was, and just he goes out there and throws a four-hitter and hits a home run, He's a legend. Otani has been one of the most vocal superstars who's been in the front stage here for just a couple of years. It's not like Otani's been with the Angels for 10 years. You're right. Um, but he's been one of the one of the lone superstars that is not wasting time. Guys, I'm trying to win right now. Guys, what are we doing? And, he, and he's done that publicly. Um, so you're right. It's not ruining his career, but it's taking away valuable, valuable years to try to compete. Even hypothetically, let's say the Angels didn't even make the playoffs, but September had really important games, and you're within a couple of games of getting in or out. Sure. You would even say you would even, you would kind of be like, all right, hey, you know what? They're in the mix here. This what were the the Phillies, the Padres, and the Brewers were all in this. You know, hey, there's two slots. There's three. Mm-hmm. They're not even in that type of position where the games are meaningful up to the last the couple. The playoff of weeks. field got significantly expanded, and they were still nowhere near it by the middle of August. Yeah. That's that's not a good deal. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We have gotten to a lot of this, Lee, but we were just continuing our chat during yeah. the break. and. I don't know why it never really kind of landed on me like this until we were talking. Think about when Frank McCourt owned the Dodgers, Mm -hmm. and he did a thing that I had never thought was possible. He kept people away from Dodger Stadium. That all of a sudden, Dodger Stadium was like, wait, what in the world is going on here? People are pissed. They're not coming to these games. Dodger Stadium was empty, and it was weird. He sells the team to the Guggenheim Group. 
and instantly people are fired up. Here's Manny Ramirez. Here's Josh Beckett. Here's Adrian Gonzalez. Here are all these big-name, big-dollar players yeah. that are coming in. And those teams didn't win the World Series, but they were pretty good, and they were pretty competitive. And instantly, Dodger Stadium's Dodger Stadium again. People are enthused, and they're fired up for all of this. That's how quick – and by the way, ever since then, they've kind of been in the mix more or less every year. Yep. You know, a little bit of peaks and valleys, but they've been in it every single year – they could have done the same thing, only well, they, they uh, never have. Isn't it fair to say? I think that's where Angel fans got a glimmer of hope. They got a glimmer of hope. And I'm not saying, look, you can't build what the Dodgers have built. I remember going to a game this year. I think I mentioned this year. went to the Twins and the Dodgers, yep. whatever it was. And it was right after the All-Star break. And they still had some of that All-Star merch and everything else. And it was Trey Turner. It was Freddie. It was, I'm like, this is the All-Star. It's an All-Star team that they get to watch every single night. Right. Nobody's saying that this is the the product that you're going to get every night. The Angels aren't, but you got that glimmer that hey, if you can get this squad in the right owner's hands, things of course can change, and that was deflated pretty quickly. Tommy Lamb, happy birthday too, as Chris says, the head of the Funny Games department, and I bought him a birthday sandwich last night, and apparently I offended Chris yes. deeply in, in his Chris's. DNA by buying. Tommy a sandwich. Now Chris has to figure out that was all planned out. Now he's got to figure out what to get Tommy. Buy him Look, Tommy's a golfer. Yeah. Buy him sleeve of golf balls. No, to, nobody's ever disliked that as a gift. Go to Macy's. Spend a couple hours there. Find something nice for him. This bottle of cologne. Just walk. A Nautica pullover jacket that you can wear. Why do I? When if I think I had, of, oh, I'm with you. Tommy Hilfiger. Nautica. And cologne. And That's polo. <laughs> polo, yeah. But I think they all have fragrances, too. They do. Like, every time you... I, well, I haven't been in a Macy's in God knows how long. But every time you'd yeah. walk in there, it's like you hit with this wall yep. of mid, middling perfumes. I want to be I want to be the guy, the cologne guy, that just when you walk by, I spray you either way. Just like, hey, twenty nine ninety nine right over there. You know how they spray the, the card? cheap. Yeah, and just pop. Just give them one in the back of the neck. <laughs> <laughs> Some Axe hell? body spray. What, what the happened hell to you? That? That, there's this clown over at Mesa, uh, uh, <laughs> in the La Mesa Mall, who's hammering everybody with Tommy Hilfiger samples. I can't uh, get away get from it with an guy. uppercut. <laughs> Got a wall. Uh, you would be nice and persistent with that, too. I think you should. Uh, that, that's terrific. Also, happy birthday to uh, Ed Helms. He, of course, is Andy from The Office, among a, a million other things. He's been in a lot of stuff. He really you know, has. Funny. I saw him one time at a Starbucks. Oh, yeah? And it was so weird because I was just, I was actually working from Starbucks. I got my laptop. And I was just kind of observing, right? People that would look at him and be like, is that the freaking guy? <laughs> right. Is it's always weird. And him kind of with his head down, not trying to, you know, this is his everyday life. He's just going to Starbucks, grab a cup of coffee. It's just pretty comical watching right, Let's it. go around the non-sports division. Can't okay. be a sports person because that's we're around that all the time. Mm -hmm. The most famous person you've ever run into in just a random place. Is it Ed Helms? Um, Man, I'd have to think here. Uh, Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia ran into him at the Burbank Airport. Okay, that's a good and one. And actually had a conversation with him. He was a nice guy. That eh, You could say. Emily, have you one. had a celebrity encounter in a random spot? Not yet, so maybe it'll come to me, but come back. Okay, Taylor, have you had one? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, that's a good one. And then Dave Grohl at a big five. <laughs> what was he? Do you have any idea what I would? <laughs> I would have not left the store until I saw what Dave Grohl was buying from Big Five. Like I would have. He didn't to buy know. anything. He just walked out. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want ping pong balls. It was or like a clearance. <laughs> they were closing down, so a clearance sale. They were just That's walking awesome. out. Yeah. I would love to know, is he getting one of those tennis rackets that Big Five, normally $694 today, $29.99. It's like, why does Big Five have tennis rackets that are discounted by $400? Heard you guys are selling those tents. Those tents. <laughs> tents, uh, too, yes. What's the deal with the canopies? What's what's going on with tents. those? coolers yep. and really cheap golf equipment yeah. that's what dave grohl left I, he left with the shopping i guess counter. yours travis was it was it john williams when he saw him at the golf course um that's a really good one but that was kind of that, that i'm going to qualify that because that was at his private club where i was a guest so that's his thing that mm. i entered i ran into joe pesci at a car wash what? Really? <laughs> yes. That's cool. Oh, you're not beating that. In Burbank, right? I'm, I'm getting my car washed after work one day, and I'm just sitting there, and all of a sudden, a guy plops down on the bench next to me. I'm like, what? Whoa. Awesome. 
<laughs> I didn't say a word, but I'm like, that's Joe Pesci. That's That'd be crazy. Cool. That's yeah. a, that's a good one. Yeah, that's so a good that one. that and then Will Ferrell crashed our morning show. With, mm-hmm. and that's a pretty big. But he purposefully came. He wasn't just Will there Ferrell. I could see, see just you. roaming around a sporting goods store, just roaming around. Dave Grohl. Why am I so enamored with that? That's amazing. Woodland Hills. Yeah. Did you say anything to him? No, nothing. Are you I'm, a Foo Fighters fan? I'm a Nirvana fan more than Foo Fighters, but okay. I, oh. I don't know. I don't like to walk up to celebrities. It's just not my thing. Joe Pesci. That's amazing. It's a good one. But, I, I remember I saw Megan Thee Stallion at the Super Bowl, but that's which not, wash that's not like- Super Bowl, though. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. a thing. Hey, but, Joe, which wash did you get? <laughs> He's Joe Pesci. you got to go deluxe get, or gonna, super or whatever it is. That's exactly what I was going to use. Get did the, you get the, get the tire servers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you wipe down those tires there? Here's another ten. For four dollars more. <laughs> National Peanut Butter Day. It's a good day for the two of us. You and I are both pro peanut butter sandwiches late at night. Remember when we got um we talked about having a glass of milk with peanut butter and yeah. Emily was like, That's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard of. It doesn't seem that I, I can't have peanut butter without it feels like they go together. They go together. There's peanut butter and jelly, which Come is on. the ultimate combination. But peanut butter and jelly, a little glass of milk on the side. That's we've do- we've talked do about this before too. Hey, a little sliced banana on top of there. Maybe sure. a little honey on there. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, this is a, this a gourmet meal, my friend. Are you working today, Yates? No, I'm not. No, but I'm here. Hello. Hello. What's going How's on, everybody yes. doing? What's I see going you got the pickleball paddle. The it's fake a, pickleball paddle. Yeah, it's a whammo branded pickleball. Hold on though. Did you just say honey and bananas? Oh yeah. Come on. Okay. Let me, let me, Los Angeles, let me explain something to you. Here's how you make a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Okay. First of all, you take three pieces of bread. Already too much bread. Number one. Go on. too much bread. Number two. Big Mac? (laughs) No, it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Number two, you put peanut butter on both of the outside pieces, jelly on the middle pieces, or you can do it the other way depending on your level of dexterity. So we've got like a club sandwich kind of look going on here? peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It just has three, it just tastes better, bro. Have you ever When you've got multiple layers of peanut butter and jelly, it's a better better sandwich. But have you ever put banana on your peanut butter and jelly sandwich? This is the Elvis on some level? That's the, no, that's got the fluffer nutter. That's got the marshmallow in it too. And then it's typically deep fried. I know that as the Elvis. Yeah. You put bananas in your sandwich. Banana's not uncommon with the marshmallow cream. Yeah. But yeah, I'm a three bread, three piece of bread but guy. I, I am always looking for ways to get more carbs into my life. Sure, <laughs> but I don't. He's I carving up. He's I don't up. That. I don't think he sold me on the third. The thing slice is, of bread. is that you realize it's an adult move because once you grow up, you're like, this isn't enough. There's two pieces of bread and only one Just layer. Make of two sandwiches. No, you get you, you, you get it done with three pieces of bread. Diagonal slice, you're good. Grace, you put a little banana on your peanut butter and jelly. I've done it. Yeah, I've absolutely. A peanut butter and nanner sandwiches is what. But you uh, don't Elvis do jelly and bananas, right? No, it's, it's no. jelly or bananas. Actually, I usually yeah. do banana and honey. Yeah, with the peanut butter. Peanut yeah. butter yeah. and yeah. honey. Yeah. Is excellent. That doesn't yeah. sound bad. Yeah, excellent. that's like a smoothie. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, peanut bread. butter yeah. straight from the jar for me. National I, peanut butter day. Miss. I know. I no saw problem that. with that. What you just said, straight out of the jar. Straight from the jar, man. I can just you finger spoon. What are we doing here? I'm I'm spooning it late at night. Are you taking one giant pull and you're kind of nibbling on it, or are you going in repeatedly? In throw a lob. I'm in repeatedly. I'm to throw a lob to a bad <laughs> joke there, and he, yeah, didn't, he didn't take right, the bait exactly, there. So no. That's a good job. Let's do a little super crosstalk. Woo, 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 woo. I, I usually wait for you to take the lead on that one, Mace. Yeah, I felt no, like you I didn't in my head. Do you know this like, is a new member of the Riv right here? I, did you join? Did you <laughs> I'm still, apply? I'm still waiting for my return call. Is there like an application process where you have to be of a certain Net economic worth. level, net worth, yeah. uh, it status. Probably goes, it probably goes through a whole credit, like you're buying a home or something like that. All right, what's I your... I don't know if it's like that cut and dry. Right. I, I know that most places like that are, the, the membership is based on recommendations from current members. A little wink oh, okay. and a nudge. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, like you and I are friends, and sure. I'm a member, and you come play a few times, and I realize, you know, you fit in pretty good here. Yeah. I may say, hey, you ever thought about maybe joining? And then we can kind of do it. But I probably already know your status. I probably already know whether you can or you can't. It's not, I, I'm a no to everything that you What's said. What's harder to get into, LA or Riv? My guess would be L.A., yeah, LA but I don't know that like for it's... sure. They're they're a little more hoity-toity, I yeah, believe. Yeah. Like Riviera, as far as country clubs go, <laughs> okay, pretty chill by right. country club standards. So they don't yes. they don't count Mandy's to get in just to be no. <laughs> no I don't think that certainly because I was going to say how far all right how far I'm joking. I was going to say how far does I'm T Raj go no, in that world? I have nowhere. no idea. Okay. Nowhere it doesn't nowhere. go anywhere in any world. No, that's too bad. What's no, UCLA's golf course goes again? a long what way in the college or not baseball. UCLA's uh, the Rose Bowl. What's that? Brookside. Brookside. That's yeah. called yeah. my parking lot when I go to the Rose Bowl. <laughs> that's yeah. more of our membership. Yeah, yeah. We're 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 municipal course guys. There's a mission. 
Pesci on the eighth on the eighth goal or if, on the green. If the cart that's driving by doesn't have the seal of the city you're in, yeah. <laughs> right. that's the place that that we're looking for. When I was for. a kid, the so there were kind of two kids. They're kids that. Uh, their parents belong to the country club. Sure. And then me. And uh, <laughs> they would always say things like, I'm playing tennis this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm playing at the club. It's sure. like, oh, screw oh, the club. Yeah. Right. I, know, the club. Yeah. I never had the, the club, club life. You I love the, showing I up. I'm that. going to the pool this weekend. Where? The club. It's like, screw you, the club. <laughs> What's yeah. wrong with the public the tennis Heather courts Downs that are country out there? The club. Yeah, we went Heather to the Downs. What's wrong with the That's rec center? We went, nothing wrong with these we, places. Where's Kennedy we, Rec Center? Love the rec center. We went to the Lucas County Rec Center. Well, rec center energy is off the charts. By the <laughs> Literally, the I know. Kennedy <laughs> Rec Center was like where I spent my life. Yeah, yeah Lucas County Rec Center, a lot of racquetball, a lot of track, a lot of running. I, I know that they're everything that you're describing, yeah. and I don't like any of that yeah. stuff, but I desperately want to be a member. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be a member of any club. Any club. Mace, right. you're, yeah. you're, you're lakered out today. I am lakered out, yes. Where's, where's, where's morale? Right now, uh, where's actually pretty high? Okay, pretty high after the last couple of games. Yeah, I mean, come from all the way down in the Portland game, uh, Schroeder at the end of the Memphis game. I noticed uh, that I wore this particular hoodie on Friday, and I think it may. Have, I like. Are it. you superstitious like, I like that? I am superstitious. I like, like it. that. Day to day superstitions. Yeah. I think this might be the hoodie that gets us over the hump with the Clippers. It's a good looking hoodie to describe it to everybody. It's got some stripes on the and They got it too. What is that called? The cuff. The cuff, the cuff. excuse me. Yeah. It's got a triple stripe situation on the cuff that's yeah. really good looking. That's yeah. a, that's a solid hoodie right I, there. You know, it was designed by my uh, designer. Oh, of course. Yep. I'm a son. I'm a son. Yeah. I'm a son. familiar with their work. <laughs> they yeah. Beautiful yeah. work. They do I thought it was work. I thought it was Ross. I thought yeah. it was going to be Adidas Ross. or something <laughs> like I that. I could not find this at Ross Dress for Less, which is my secondary home for wardrobe. Are you enjoying Patrick Beverly's antics? I enjoy Patrick Beverly's antics at all times. I, I think I, that's I, I, part I'm, of the price. Of I, I'm a I'm an a la carte Patrick Beverly antics guy. <laughs> okay. Like occasionally, I find him amusing. You'll can I, can off, I tell you which one? Yeah. Can I tell you which one? When you're down twenty and you're going like this, <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably not the best. I like, oh, you know, but he, those but are the ones I like the most. When you're doing <laughs> when you're doing Dame time yeah. and saying it's not working, and you came all the way back. That was a fun. fan of that. That was but, really fun. I like the guys. I know why not to do it, but I do like the guys that don't give a damn about the circumstance that we are down 20 Time and, I, and I am still going to do this to you because no it just goes shit you're literally out of your mind and I dig that <laughs> I, I think that that's kind of fun I'll tell you what I think furthermore you're going to need a lot more of that to actually beat somebody in the playoffs if you make it like you're, you're going to need a lot more Pat Bev a, or just him being annoying you know what I'm saying is is an action because you don't get him you're not getting him for rebounds points assists or whatever you get that's, him for that's attitude not, you're getting him for attitude and you're getting him for mm-hmm. nuisance element so him getting into what I'll dare I call midseason form I think is actually a legitimately reasonable thing for the Lakers in terms of where they're going that's just me and uh, by all accounts he did give the halftime yeah. speech yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. of the uh, Friday night game or the the Portland game I, 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 I know night. I'm in the extreme minority with this stuff I think that stuff is so overblown. I, I, I think that those halftime, whether it's a coach, a teammate, or whatever, I, I really think that that we only hear about those on the rare occasions that they pop. I think that that stuff probably gets said a lot, and then they go out there down 25 and lose by 32, right. and we, we never, never hear, hear about, about it. the halftime speech when it doesn't work. But that's what I, I mean. But I think, it's, I think it's told <laughs> yeah. every time. It's like, offer- hey, half, halftime speech. Like, yeah, but he did it yesterday, and they got housed. May I offer a rebuttal, which is that the one place I think it can matter is the NBA. The teams are small. Everybody – like like the one place where you're going to potentially connect comebacks to are enough common. human beings and comebacks are common mm-hmm. is in the NBA. Baseball team, what, are you going to go in the stretch, get yelled at in the, in the clubhouse? Yeah. No way. You're not yelling at 53 guys in an NFL thing and the 25 guys on an NHL team, it's different. Basketball team, you can actually connect to some guys. I think in, Staley in the- had a really good speech at halftime for the Jets. <laughs> I think he did. I think he did. He, I think that was amazing cheap shot. He totally important. worked that room. Mace, you guys probably off. talked about this yesterday because um, it broke during your show. The Artie Moreno's oh going to stay. Oh, my God, Artie Moreno. It, it, Can you believe bro. Artie Moreno is going to stay? It, have you ever disaster. seen a reaction that was just like really this is, just this is deeply your bummed This is your mom going back to the stepdad that you never liked. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're just like, what? I thought... No, what? Uh oh. Here we go again. The paperwork you know is saying? in place. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> got what this happened? Far. We're right there. You know, he packed up his things. His They're by the door. <laughs> we threw out the pickles that he likes that we kept in the fridge that nobody wanted anyway. You know? It's, oh. 
I feel bad for we, Halo's fans. Three o'clock, we got the news, and we just explode. Like, yeah. Oh, how well, could they? Because well, I'll tell you what, they might as well go trade Shohei Otani right now. Oh, that's no what I said. Yes. Yes. No, I, now do because I said if Joe Lacob bought the team, you can make or a pitch. Somebody, you yeah. can make a pitch you can to try Otani. at least. All right, look, if if Joe Lacob says we're going to make the Golden State Warriors of baseball and it's going to be in Anaheim, there's a compelling pitch. But now I think that Perry Manasian should go trade him right now. I, I said to Al this morning, if I were Shohei Otani's agent. The second I saw that, I would have called him and said, get, here. get him get out, me out, out of here today. Out of here. Yeah. Get me out yes, of here today. today. Yeah. I do not want to be around for even one more game of this. And you know you know how you guys do it. I'm going to make it really uncomfortable for you guys to keep me. I'm right. not going to make it impossible, but I'm going to make it really uncomfortable. Every day you wait, you're going to get less because I'm going to make sure you get less. True. Yeah. So it's move true. me today. And yeah. he's got he's got the leverage to do it. He's that good. It's, it's not... It's not a superstar-only kind of thing. He's that good at baseball on top of the fact that he's so popular in terms of the rest and of the it, club. It wouldn't be a surprise. He's already you know, voiced his opinion of how he feels about the organization, how he feels about not getting a chance to compete. Sure. So it's not like it's coming out of nowhere. Um, I, let me just throw this. So if you're the Dodgers and you're kind of watching all this from the outside, yeah, is it? And Get I, on the inside quickly. Well, I do. I, I do think. I do think that the Dodgers. <laughs> good. Good policy. <laughs> if you said, "Hey, Shohei's going to go to one one team, right?" and take your fandom out, whatever the case is, sure. I do think it's going to be the Dodgers. I do think that they have the. You don't think so? I don't. Okay, so let, let's just say, let's just say that if you're the Dodgers right now. What what can you do? What do you approach? I mean, it's not up to you of whether they're going to give him away or not. What, what how do you kind of approach if okay. you're the Dodgers? I, I think you can situation. leverage it. So here's the here's the thing. There is there are reports that um, that Julio Arias is not necessarily happy with the Dodgers and may be interested in. Uh, moving on, he's a free agent after They've this season. They've kind of yanked his chain in a why, weird way. In a very it? weird way. Why? Considering <laughs> he's been the most consistent pitcher on the yeah, team for the yeah, past two seasons. Why couldn't you make him the centerpiece right. of a deal for Otani? Well, that's how you leverage him, right? You make him a deal where they have to pay attention to you, where you put in a player like Urias, you put in some high-level prospects, and you kind of juice it through the back door, yeah. too, which is you go to the agent and say, listen, we're going to make sure that he gets exactly what he needs when he comes over here. It's not a done deal, but you, you can squeeze them. Dodgers still have more things to offer than most other people yep. do when it comes to prospects. The Who problem is, is that Urias is a pitcher you need. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, Well, but if it's one for one, if it's, in other words, it's if, not one for oh, one, in my o- opinion. If Otani is in for. I see yes, that. But what I'm saying is, if the draw is to get him to a team that is close, getting rid of Urias is a factor in terms of how close that you are. He's one of the better players on the team. And so that's what the, the kind of the tricky part is for the Dodgers. What you have to give up to give a guy that good might not actually make you better. But if you. If you may lose Urias for nothing sure. after this season, it's a different discussion. Why no, not, I, I get that part. Why not include him in a package? I get that part. Centerpiece of a package. It's not like they won the World Series last year. It's not like they won the World Series the year before. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, they they've still got to compile as many assets as possible. Yeah, I would argue they're not even favorites in the National League West anymore. I think the Padres. I think are the favorites. Are. I think they're favorites. I, I, I Do you really? Think yeah. The yeah. I just look at the bottom of that lineup and I I see I, Gavin Lux, Chris Taylor, James Outman, Miguel let's, Vargas. Let's put it this like, way. I'm it's not a, sure at It's all. a conversation, and it hasn't been it's a conversation. It's closer than it's so. been in a very long time, but I still think that they're the favorites because of their pitching. I know there was other short. They're short a guy. Everybody's short a guy. Sure. They're the whole baseball, their four guys are as good as anybody else's four guys. When you go May, Gonsolin, Kershaw, and Urias. May is huge in this. That, that is huge, but... It's very likely that he comes back and is very, very good. Yeah. You probably don't get Bueller back at any point during the year, but no. they're still okay there. That back half of the lineup that you're talking yeah, this team that they have right now is not going to be the team they have on the 4th of July. They will have a different team. Or some of those guys that were that are bringing, brought up, whether it's Bush or Outman or these guys, at least one of those three or four guys is going to pop and be really Hayward, good. Rojas. I mean, there are guys that have the potential look to pop. Look at the far report from Mace here. Yeah. Okay, well, look, th- all right. Think about this. <laughs> think about the last two crops of guys that they've brought up. Go back to, it was Corey Seager, and it was Cody Bellinger, yeah. Yeah. and it was and those guys. The, next the best one, they were is when rookies were competing the on next, that team. Is, yeah. it's, and, and Orius was part of that exactly. group. The next they are group, smart about who they keep. Mm-hmm. It's Lux. Will Smith. It's Will Smith. Mm-hmm. It's this next group of guys. It's May. It's Gonsolin. They keep backloading this thing, and it's not like they got a guy. They have like three or four guys in each of these classes that are impactful major league guys. It's incredibly impressive, incredibly hard to do, and that's why I think they will move somebody that's saying. a name yeah. guy. But you said you don't think it would be the Dodgers. Who, I don't who think. Do you- I just I just feel like the Dodgers' issues are not 
transaction related. They're baseball related. <laughs> like you've got to play better and win games. And sure, adding an Otani obviously bolsters you know what you can do, you know in the in the on the staff. But it's also a bit of a I don't want to say a confusion point, but like that's a lot to add to a team that's already kind of got a lot going on in terms of how you manage that player. Um, the Angels, sure, it doesn't matter because you got a guy throwing every once in a while. He's hitting when he wants. It's a rec center type vibe, if you right, will. Right. The Dodgers have a little higher scale of what they're actually doing. And so, to me, unless you have a specific place that you know this is going to work here and this is how it's going to work, that's a lot to do, uh, I think, for that player. And I, I think the Dodgers have separate issues that they need to handle first. And because of the depth that you referred to, let's go to Oklahoma City sometime. Yeah. They don't need that issue. You know right. what I mean? As fun as it would be to have Otani, they don't need that problem. Potentially. May- Mason, is John working today? He's right there. Yeah, yeah. John's, just saying, John's being did, nice because I popped we say in, something? so he's letting yeah, me run my mouth. If any level. of those cards are valuable, I would like them back. If they're not, you <laughs> I am keep them Okay, so I know a guy who is good friends with Mitch Richmond, and I'm going to give him this entire oh, box. Oh, nice. Yes, that's exactly that's what I'm going to do. Well, what if it's right valuable? Now. Then I just lost <laughs> it just everything. It's 10%. Finder's fee. I'll give you a C note if he actually smiles. How about that? Mason and Island coming up next. Super Crosstalk is powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger's all about. See you tomorrow.